so yeah welcome back everybody welcome to number 60 in the unbelievable streams podcast it seems very strange that we're here and we've actually made it this far and there's actually people who want to listen to 60 episodes of us rambling on but here we are um just before we get started i want to say thank you again to last week's guest on number 59 which was big man on campus absolutely smashing episode as always as we would expect having a great guest like that on um but with that being said we'll move on to this week's guest um who is sitting just below us on the video Hello. portion of this um it's another big man as i like to call him it's murph fm welcome in murph how are you doing i mean i'm, I'm looking pretty big today to be fair you're not wrong <laughs> It's all, it's all right, there. bacon. The, mus the muscles are there for the audio listeners. I, I'm, I'm just only a bit of a flex, basically. <laughs> That's all that's needed, isn't it, really? Um, but yeah, oh, yeah, so Murph's our guest today, and obviously great to have him on again with his audio listeners flexing. Unfortunately, we don't have a noise of flexing, so we can't put that across. Um, but as well as my, uh, as our guest, I should say, I've got my beautiful co-host with me, Bragster. How are you doing today, sir? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's our first one together, which is really nice. Um, yeah, no. We, we are yet to actually be on the pod together because even when you were on as a guest, um, mm. I wasn't on that one. So we, we you were hiding. Yeah. Together. This is lovely. This is like our I first date. Uh, well, <laughs> almost. I would say it would be our first date considering all the stuff we've done on FMTM and <laughs> you know and all the streams that we do and all that stuff but yeah in terms of podcasts it's our first it's our third first pod date together so that's a nice little intro to the uh to, to the pod for everybody i'm sure they're not cringing at it like i am inside right now um <laughs> but yeah so again we've got murph on today for episode number 60 so with that being said before we get started into like the usual icebreakers and things like that don't forget to hit like share and subscribe and all that good stuff and leave us a rating because Morris always rabbits on about us telling everybody to leave a rating. And if we don't do it, we will be punished and probably executed um, for treason <laughs> of some kind on Morris's level. Um, so, yeah, we're, it's not pleasant, no. And it's often painful. Um, yet we're still here. So somehow we managed to survive. So he's not very good at it, clearly. Uh, but with that being said, Murph, we are going to start with the icebreaker now to get us nice and warmed up for the for the juicy bits of the pod. Um and the same icebreaker for everybody, nothing too taxing. But what was your very first football manager game that you played? Do you know which one that was? So I remember playing it like a really early age, but no idea which one it was. Like me and a friend at school, both Blues fans, and he was doing a Blues save and around his house. It's mm -hmm. probably a really early one. Like the first one I remember playing by myself was 0102. Mm. Like chat manager 0102, but like there was. There's a memory of one before that, but I've got no idea which one it was, and it annoys me every day because I think about it. I'm just like, I can't remember which one it was. I'd love to go back and try and like go through the old versions and try and be like, that's the skin I remember that. <laughs> but yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it, the, the time hasn't happened yet, but no, I definitely remember having 0102. I'm mm. pretty sure I got like, on a cereal box or something. And I was like, oh my god, I've been one time one of these games for ages. Let's, let's dive straight in. <laughs> yeah, I I remember the cereal boxes actually because I remember I remember they used to put a demo in there. It, like you could yeah. play like it was either like a couple of matches or it was like a month or two and it was just like well i have to i have got to play this now like this was that yeah that's mad like getting demos and things like that in cereal boxes like you'd never do that oh, now man. like you'd never see that nowadays but like you wouldn't see a cd yeah. now <laughs> i know like see, you uh, the most you get for a cd is like a blu-ray now isn't it you don't get anything else like that like how many people that's actually cool. buy um discs anymore <laughs> 
I saw in such a chat earlier saying, oh, I've been waiting for my copy of like FIFA 23 to arrive in the post. I'm like, just download it. What are you doing? Who are you CDs <laughs> now? Yeah. I, I found my FIFA 21 the other day and I was like, I forgot they've added CDs. I'm not bought a CD for a game in ages. <laughs> I know. Like, no. my, my collection that's like underneath, like sitting underneath my TV is just like slowly dwindling because I'm trading stuff in when I finish them. Yeah. And then it's like, I'm raised like, I may as well just buy it digitally because, like, what's the point? Like, I'm not going to... Like, once I finish digitally, it, it can sit in the library. If I really want to play it again, I can, but I just can't be bothered to get up and put the disc in. That's probably the, the gist of it, no, really. Um, one, actually. The other week, we went to a car boot sale, and they yeah. were saying, like, VHS tapes. And, like, mm. my son Harry was like, oh, look at that. I think I was trying to explain to him what a VHS was. <laughs> I was like, like to show on my age or what like like completely oblivious sort of thing like there's a generation now and never understand what like a floppy disk is like yeah. you need to get games on them yeah it's <laughs> like, like, I remember, like there was the guy who started as an intern with us um in the company i work in and like we, we were telling him to hit the floppy disk to save it and he was like that's just the save button like i don't know what a floppy disk is i was like <laughs> Oh my god, like, am I that old now? Like, what is going on here? Like, this is crazy. Just, just get the noose, man. I'm just old now. I know. Old and decrepit. The there's me and you. Now, mate, it's terrible. There's, there's me and you over 30, Murph, and then there's Bragster here who's just turned 21, like, young spring Hello. chicken over here. Oh, it makes me sick. It makes me sick. That's probably why we haven't been that's on the pod together. You, that's why when you said 0102, I think Grimmy just smiled in my direction. I'm like, I'm sitting there going, that's that's when I was born. Like, that, that probably Absolutely. Wow around mm. when i was born like if it follows the same cycle it does now coming out in like what october november mm. i i'm a september baby so that would have been right around when i was you'd yeah, have literally been just exist in existence when that started yeah, yeah. that's you, well that's well, a lovely terrifying thought. you were playing I want to oh what a lovely thought for everybody to take in on the audio mother's crowning that's what everyone wants to hear about <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. One, thankfully, definitely. Hopefully, she doesn't listen to this. Yeah, like that's not a conversation <laughs> I wanted to have to go home for for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Well, we'll move on from that tangent then. I knew we, I knew this would happen. Would go on. I don't know a tangent. So we've already done it twice. So, <laughs> with that being said, obviously, you've been streaming for a little while now. Um, safe to say, you've you've you know you've been in the FM sort of community for a little while. Um. Do you know, like, when did you start streaming? Like, was there a particular, like, time period you started? Were you a bit... Because I remember Big Man on Campus last week was saying, like, he was a bit stop-start on it. He, like, he'd done a couple of streams yeah. here or there. Um, but, like, was there a particular period of time when you started streaming? And, and like, what was it that got you started, essentially? Okay, so let's go back in time. Back to January 21 now, during COVID. So long ago. Uh, <laughs> all that time ago. Um Basically, we all, we all had COVID, and the wife was actually in ICU in hospital, like, on her deathbed sort of thing, and I was trying to keep our child, Harry, like, occupied at the time. Mm. And he's he obsessed with YouTube, loved YouTube, and I was like, right, let's make you some YouTube videos. I had, like, a little crappy MacBook Air sort of thing. I was like, we'll try and make something happen, plug it into the Xbox, and try and get things going. Mm. And after editing a few of his videos, I was just like, it was keeping my brain busy, not thinking about what the wife in hospital, but then fiancé in hospital sort of thing, and worrying about that. And I was like, oh, let's try and do some own stuff. So I'll try, I'll just use like the MacBook camera, the MacBook microphone, filmed a few bits of like a West Ham, like let's play sort of thing. I was from there, I was like, right, this needs to go. I need to start streaming. I was like, right, mm. get a PC, let's just go for it sort of thing. Mm. I think it was a few months later I started. I think it was like 
So it's been like May 2021 I started streaming. By that point, it's the end of the Premier League season. Pretty much anyway, it was wrapped up sort of thing. I was like, I was going to start a save and just hope for the best. And I think it wasn't long afterwards. And I think, I can't remember who I started with. It wouldn't have been long afterwards when I first met you because I was doing the Wolverhampton one on FM21 then. Yeah. Yeah, it would have been FM21. Yeah, so I think I was doing the Wolverhampton save. Yeah. when I met you. Mm. And you've regretted it ever since. Yeah. The good I know. old days when we first found Darwin Nunez before what's happened. Before now. Liverpool did, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, literally. Everyone found um, out about him. Sadly, we didn't find about Haaland at the time. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. No, well, to be fair, I always, I always remember when I first met you because I'd only just started streaming FM myself, like, and that was like July, August 21. And yeah. I remember you raided into me and I was like doing I was doing terribly with Wolves and you were like, oh, I'm top of the Premier League. I've scored like 50 goals and like however many games I've got Darwin <laughs> Nunez winning like Ballon d'Ors and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I'm struggling to get like top 70, like, you know, um, and he's winning like Premier League titles. Me, bragging how good he is at the game and I'm just struggling. <laughs> yeah. Like I was just like, oh, who's this? Like, I'm, well, experience I'll probably not use for a podcast. Um, but, you know, like, and then it was just like when I started your streams and I was like, you know what? He's actually quite good at this, and I should applaud him. But I'm kind of jealous of the fact that he's doing better than a team than I'm managing at the same time. Um, but yeah, like I always, I always remember that because it was like we that was sort of the first like sort of FM I started streaming, and I knew you would be doing it like six months prior, so I knew we'd came in at similar yeah. times to it. But obviously, over the course of like FM 22, you've obviously maintained that obviously throughout the whole year, and you've started up your YouTube series, and you've had. A lot of things going on so like one of my main questions about like the past year especially like what's like your thoughts been on the whole fm22 cycle like have you have you enjoyed what you've been doing with it like have you is, have you hit like sort of your own like sort of personal targets or whatever you would call them like how do you how do you feel fm22 has been for you the past year so it was it kind of fell nicely that i started a new job at this right time sort of thing we really, i started a new job in the August last year, and I was like, right, mm. this is the hours I'm working now are perfect to go hand in hand in, going full full sort of thing in the next FM cycle. Like my first, I mean, my first full year, I had to make a point of doing hitting. It wasn't so much certain goals; it was more I wanted to make sure I had a really good Let's Play series on YouTube. That was what I wanted to do at first. I was really into like the Let's Play stuff, and then mm. moving forward, basically trying to think, well, I need to try and grow on Twitch, like on Twitch. How do I do that sort of thing? I just mm communicating with people, doing stuff like drafts sort of thing. Like I started off with doing like Road to Legends with Jono. And after mm. like two of them, I was like, okay, I'm not feeling this format sort of thing. I've got a lot going on. I want to focus on my own content for the next year or so. And then I'll come back and do more draft mm. stuff, which again, towards the end of FM22, I was getting involved in playoffs and other mm. bits and stuff. But mm. I don't know. There was never any set goals or anything. Really, it was more just a case of I want to try and get the best possible content out there possible. And mm. I only feel like in the last two months i've only started like getting gadget like happy with my content now mm. he's took that long to kind of think okay i'm actually at a point now where i can see the improvement i'm actually actually gonna watch this and enjoy watching it where before mm. i kind of think i was, just, I was kind of like putting it out there and just trying to build on like i got lazy i think after a while i kind of realized i can i can edit this in this sort of pattern and it will look good it will look good it will look passable and put it out there Mm. And I'd, up, I'd already improved like the audio, the visuals, and stuff. But just the editing just wasn't good enough. Where now I think I'm getting to like a better point now. Yeah, yeah. Well, like I, I can say, like I think 
for me personally, as someone who's watched your streams quite, I, I, I see at least two or three times in terms of streams a week. And I'm usually in there even at least for like half an hour at a time or for like an extended period of time or whatever. Like the difference in just the streams alone from when I first saw you like at the back end of 21 to where you are now, it's like night and day. And it's like, I've all, I've, it's weird because I've seen like each in, in, integral, is that the word I'm looking for? Integral step up in terms of quality. And it's like, like I have to say, like, and I have to give you a bit of praise, which I don't like to do considering how well you did with walls versus how, how I did walls, not to harken back to that or anything, <laughs> but, uh, like I'd try to, um, you know, give compliments where it's, where it's needed. And basically I think your quality in terms of where you've been both in stream and YouTube wise has gone up tremendously. So I'm, I'm assuming then from, I know you're not saying you don't necessarily have any goals, but would you say that's essentially what you're trying to work on now is essentially the quality wise on the base and, and just sort of improve it bit by bit as you go. Yeah, pretty much. Like I said, I've got to that point now where I think I need to just focus now on learning, keep learning. Like I've always tried to learn, like I think, like Twitch while I was doing for I was like I learned quite fast with that sort of thing and got up to a good level and I was quite happy with that sort of thing. But YouTube has never really got there. I kind of lost like oh, I'll just keep putting let's plays out there. It's fine. It'll grow. It'll grow. And then the last like I, I think the most recent one I was doing like a Nottingham series towards the end of FM twenty two and that's when I realised okay, let's play is just unless you're a bigger creator, you seem to be so hard to keep people in these episodes to keep viewers up sort of thing. I've done mm. different things, like on FM21, I like I did a Warsaw series where I was at the Warsaw Ground, filming mm. skits and stuff, but I was so new to it then, no one knew who I was. It was just a bit of like, kind of like a bad waste of energy at the time, like putting so much effort into that sort of stuff. And then for like the Nightingale one, I got different like creators involved doing different like skits and stuff sort of thing, getting involved sort of thing. People like ringing up saying like they're the club doctor doing this and like <laughs> just trying to get different people involved. Like the first mm. few had like Hood, Split Left Foot, a few of us just doing like different cameos. I thought this is different. I haven't seen this done before, sort of thing. You know, I just thought it's just let's play stuff, man. It's like unless you're already like a big creator, it's so hard to get that stuff to hit. Where now yeah. I'm very much a case of I'm doing one right now with Spurs for the beta, but after that, I think I'm just kind of past doing let's play stuff. Mm. All right. Yeah, that's fair because like something that like I think quite a few people have have said before, and it seems like very similar themes here is you need to find that way of almost standing out, don't you? Because obviously the, the gulf between the bigger creators and the smaller creators is, is quite a big gulf. Like in numbers wise, it probably doesn't look that way, but it, it really is in terms of how many people get the views and stuff like that. So, you know, it very much feels like you've been trying to find what your sort of, I guess, niche is in yeah. the football manager world on YouTube. Yeah, I'd go with that, definitely. Like, I found a few bits that really hit last year. Like, I got really into doing tactics last year, and obviously, RDF's mainly known for his tactics sort of thing. There's a few others, obviously, Hood and Gareth do their stuff together as well. Them boys, like, all smash it. And I was like, well, there's still, like, room for more people to get involved in tactics. And I've, like, worked very closely with two of my mods in NAV and HC16 who have been sending me stuff. And I've made more a point now, like, this FM, like, learning a lot more and trying to learn how to, like, do different sort of tactics. I've been learning from them guys watching other guys doing their stuff sort of thing i was watching um actually watching chuck's thing with stick the other day sort of in there like draft show and like mm. learn like just learning different stuff about tactics i'm like okay i'm actually learning a lot more by watching what other creators are doing talking about watching rdf stuff and just trying to learn a bit more about tactics myself so i can actually like do my own stuff now a bit more and trying mm. to find like a bit of like a market in there and there's, there's other stuff as well like i've mentioned before we started i'm very much trying to focus on 
my evergreen content now sort of thing like youtube let's play stuff i'm doing the spurs one i can't imagine i'll do anything else of that i never know i might be tempted and I'm like, oh you know that's a good idea that could probably work let's do that but i think it's very much a case of right i need to find my own market now and get myself more eyes basically yeah yeah like i mean um obviously you've spoken about twitch and obviously you do both of them it and I know you really enjoy Let's Plays. Does Twitch kind of allow you to not necessarily do the Let's Plays on YouTube because you're doing one on Twitch? Yeah, essentially. I'm going to get together that, like, enjoyment of, like, making up these, like, city scenarios, sort of making up these storylines with, like, certain players. Or I can, like, refer back to, like, oh, remember, remember him from this save and, like, like, oh, it's just all different stuff, man. Like, I can't think of the, oh, some of the recent ones. We looked at someone. And I was like, oh, I'm not, I'm not touching him. As it, on the PSV, what I'm doing right now on Twitch, we got in there and I straight away I saw Luke De Jong. And where last year I was doing the Barcelona Network save with Hood Gaming and he was around with Gerard Barca, I came in, had Luke De Jong there and I refused to touch him. And I came in and straight away I'm like, well, I'm still not touching you. I still don't like you. So I'm still not a player. And he straight away he was like, I was like, I only have one striker in this team. I was like, well, I'm buying a new striker with my budget then because I'm not using him. I refused to. <laughs> <laughs> Just because of like, in my head, I don't like this guy. I got no reason not to like him, <laughs> but in my head I convinced myself I didn't like him at Barcelona, so why do I like him at PSV? So <laughs> <laughs> trying to like carry out stuff over. I wish I could kind of like move some of the stuff where I have like these funny intro skits over into Twitch as well. But mm-hmm. I think it's a whole different thing. Maybe something in the future I can try and bring some of that stuff into like some of the saves I do. Uh, well, we'll see, man. I think there's like room to do that sort of stuff, like rec- pre-record some intros and play them. But again, mm-hmm. very much a Twitch. Like unless people are there for the very start, they're not going to see it. So it's, it's how you get that sort of stuff involved, really. Yeah, it's difficult, isn't it? Um, yeah, I, th- I think that's I think that's one of the things that I always think about football manager in and in, in terms of the community and the content creators is like it does feel like I know like I know a lot of content content creators I've spoken to feel like there isn't much sort of wiggle room, but I sort of disagree with that. I think it's all the only thing that stops the content from getting bigger and more expansive or more creative is the people that are involved with it, and I think like. There wasn't really anybody that do was doing things like what you were doing with other like bringing in other content creators and doing skits like that. So it's like, yeah. I think the more obviously we progress with obviously what people are doing or willing to try and push the boundaries, and I think people like you doing things like that certainly helps and triggers off other ideas and other people's heads, which then just leads to more expansion. And someone will come up with something in FM twenty three that no one's ever thought of or thought was possible. Because oh, yeah, it happens, right. it happens every year, doesn't it? Like yeah. every someone comes along and does something totally different that everyone's like, "Where the hell has that come from?" In terms of like an idea or even just a series or whether it's a let's play or a tactic or whatever, and it just kicks things off, and then it it branches out to fifteen other different ideas. Yeah. Um, so, like, I think I think you're right. Like, I don't think the traditional let's play is. I mean, everyone's going to do them, aren't they? It's football manager, oh, yeah, so everyone so. everyone's going to have a let's play. So you need to find to do something different, and I think that's what I've always liked about what you've tried to do with your series. Is you've always had a little. It doesn't have to be a major difference, but there's always like a different, like a slight wrinkle to it, which isn't quite the same as what everyone else is doing. So, yeah. and then your Twitch streams are your typical Twitch streams where you are playing the game. But I think because of how you present it and how you do things on it, it makes it that much more engaging and you do you know interact with everybody you don't miss anybody out or anything and you always come back to like if you've maybe messed some missed something from five minutes ago you will go back to it and and do that which is which is not easy to do because 
I try and keep up with like two people talking to me <laughs> in, the, in the middle of a, a stream and I struggle. So for someone to do it with like yeah. 10, 15 people, I think it's just wholly impressive myself. Um, but you touched on something I, I did want to ask you about before, um, which was obviously you've been working with a few content creators. Like you've obviously been working with Nav and, and other guys on tactics and stuff. But you mentioned Hood Gaming, which obviously I know you're a good friend of good friend of his. Yeah. Um, even if I, I might call him a swine because of what he did to me in the playoffs. Um, <laughs> but obviously you've been you've been doing El Clasico with him. Um, obviously over the past few months, with the last few months of of the FM. Uh, 22 yeah. cycle so i just wanted to obviously speak to you a little bit about that series and obviously that seemed to be like a good a good success for you, both you guys um so i just want yeah i just want to know your thoughts on like how that got started and what's it been like working with hood and obviously like do you have any plans for it to return or anything like that so me steve is an interesting one so like when 21 finished we're both kind of i mean you like doing some fifa stuff and we mentioned about doing pro clubs oddly enough what us three did last weekend, oddly enough, but uh, yeah, we about doing some like so different stuff. And we said, Oh, we'll do like a pro clubs thing for a few weeks to fill, fill the gap. So it's like me, Steve, JDFM, Stinger, and there's a few of us getting involved. I think, like, me after that, me and Steve just like we noticed like a general, like a common dominator that we both got a lot of things in common in terms of what we want to do, where we want to grow, what we want to do to improve. So we ended up just chatting daily. Mm. Obviously, we came to, I think we started doing that on Thursday nights, and obviously, at that point, that's when the beta dropped him. Is like 15 minutes before we're about to start, start streaming, playing FIFA, and they're like, the player's going to be in 15 minutes. Okay, let's not do pro clubs. See you, see you all next year. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> it yeah. Kind of just, it kind of just like, we went a bit quiet then, Phil. Obviously, as we all are quite now, sort of thing, everyone's so focused on their own career, like content for the first few months of FM coming out. So we didn't really speak for a while. And then, I can't remember how the conversation started, like having like, do like a network save. I think I put some fears out to some different people what to do, like, do something with. And then me and Steve were like, you know what, we can make this happen. We'll get an idea. And we went through different ideas and then we came with the idea of doing Real and Barca just because mm. the name sounds good as well. And just, it went really well, man. I, I did really, I've, I've really enjoyed how it went. Like, I weren't sure how it was going to go down because I don't stream evenings ever. That's the, mm. that's the one thing I've always avoided doing evenings. I've always been a morning streamer. Like, my energy is in the morning and with evenings is like, we did start on Sundays originally. Mm. But I was literally going to work at one in the morning finishing at 11 a.m., coming home, and then we start in the stream around, like, 3 p.m., and I've been awake, mm. like, all at that point, like, 14 hours, and it's like, oh, I've got to find a stream now. And then I'm be like, doing the Wednesday evenings. I was like, right, now I'll stay awake from 1 in the morning until 7 p.m., then start streaming. Yeah. <laughs> I, do, I don't know long. how you do it. I honestly don't know how you do those days, mate. Like, I I think about those days and I get tired, so, like, how you manage to do it, I have honestly no idea. Coffee a monster. <laughs> <laughs> all right fair enough I, I so how did you work at three in the morning you've necked a coffee on the way to work you're getting to work by five in the morning you're having a kind of monster <laughs> young me would be sick at the idea but old me <laughs> like oh, just, just keep going just keep going like, just do I've, it. Been, I've been awake since 1am today sort of thing you know what it's 6 30 p.m when we're doing this and i've been awake i've done i've got back to the housework and all sorts <laughs> you absolute madman honest to god i don't understand I just, how you I just do don't it sleep man i just don't sleep I have like four hours sleep a night normally, <laughs> and don't do naps ever. I don't know how I'll do it, honestly. That's pretty rough. That's pretty rough. Braxton, were you about to say ask something next? I think you were about to say something. Sorry, I think I interrupted. Uh, no, no, no. I was um, like, I was just going to ask. Like, obviously, do you think? Obviously, the Al Clasico idea seemed to have been quite a success. Like, 
do you think that comes from the fact that you guys took that time to actually plan it rather than just speeding into it you took that time to plan do you think that's the reason why it ended up being successful i'll say so i think a lot of the success came off the idea obviously where ben zealand kevin jack had done network same sort of thing everyone got really engrossed in that like the idea of having like stipulation if you lose to each other you gotta do something I mean, Steve had that in there originally, but then I kept losing every time. So he was like, can we get rid of that, please? <laughs> the humiliation is too much. The, the time I beat him was off stream, typically. He said, oh, we'll play through some matches off stream. I beat him 6-1 and no one ever saw it. <laughs> <laughs> and he still upsets me every time. I had the screenshot. I just go back to Steve and send it on that occasion. He was like, he'd won 5-1 the first leg on stream. I was like, it's all but over. There's no point playing the second leg on stream. And then I beat him 6-1 and qualified. And they were like, how the fuck have I done that? <laughs> quick so you put stream on when it's 4-1 quick there's a chance literally just start streaming after 10 minutes quickly to show one look it did happen honest <laughs> Damn me. but no Damn just, I think off the back of like their network game and people again it's one of them things like network games have never been really streamed that much I don't think people have done like bits of it but the way we were, doing, we were promoting it sort of thing is like a weekly thing we made a point of saying it's going to be the same time every week We'd give like a print, like at the end of the stream, we'd make sure we have a tweet out there each saying what's happened. And we'd like mm. throughout the week, we'd count, like we'd keep the interaction up through Twitter sort of thing, like mm. talking about like if he beat me by a certain player, I'll make a point of like posting a picture of that player being like, I hate this guy or something like that. So we just try and keep the momentum going sort of things. People didn't really like think, oh, it's just done every Wednesday. There was always something happening on Twitter, like beef him, me and him, like just mm. playing it up each other sort of thing because of it. Even like when like doing you know, like like stuff like the playoffs sort of thing, like I make a point, I'll be in his chat sort of thing, like saying stuff or vice versa. And I was in there, and he'd be in mine saying stuff about like, "Oh, you remember him, don't you? We scored against yeah with Barca." I'm like, you know, yeah, don't, don't bring that up, Steve. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. But no, I think there's just, like a common ground now. Like we've like we, we talk every day now, and that's all because of the, just doing a network say together sort of thing. Mm. It's just it's like it's built up a good friendship now, sort of thing, which is really cool. Yeah. No, I, and again, like it's, it, like I've enjoyed watching it because I've watched it from both sides, like to see what he was doing, and I've seen it from your side as well. I've been in both streams as well, probably simultaneously at many points. So, yeah, like it was a, it was a great series uh, to watch. Like, do you think there's, do you think you'll be doing something again with Steve, like in FM twenty three? Do you think you'll do something similar, or is it like, is it what it, was it? Do you think it's a one and done or anything like that? We have announced it already. You have announced it. Yeah, oh, we haven't said much yet because we're waiting for the main game to come out. So oh, over the next few weeks, like I'm going to Disneyland next week. The week after that, Steve's in America. So it's like we're trying to, so we might as well wait a few weeks and we'll get through our, do our own content, have our own separate mm. stuff for the next few weeks while we're both focus on our own content for FM23 for a few weeks. And then we haven't planned a date yet, but I'll probably say like December onwards, we're going to start like, well, we have got it. We're going to be doing Lazio and Roma. Nice. Nice. I will be Roma. Steve will be Lazio. So Steve gets Chiro Mobile back, who he's fell in love with over the playoffs over the last year and a half, two years. And I think a few people have him. I get Zaniolo and Tammy and Dybala, who are loving FM. So I'm looking forward to that as well. Nice. Oh, that'd be cool. I'm looking forward to that then. Oh, well, beginning December, folks. Marky Diaries down. Roma versus Lazio. Can Murph redeem himself? Because, you know, I don't want to rub salt in the wound or anything, but I don't think the results were too kind in uh, <laughs> L's, L's left, right, and center, I think, for Murph. Not to rub salt. I, I beat him once. Beat him once. <laughs> just, didn't, just didn't stream it. So the record isn't there for the public to see. <laughs> in, 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 but, in, yeah. Steve, Steve says it never happened. No one saw it. So I'm just like, yeah. Mm. He, he did. 
Oh well, that's exciting. I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to that though, because generally, like the that Al Clasico series was was good fun. So seeing seeing the Italian series of the of the version of El Clasico should be interesting as well, because it won't just be a simple cut run thing with it being Syria, because you've got four or five teams in there. Whilst with El Clasico, it's kind of like it's just them two, and then maybe Atletico every like five ten years might pop up with something. Yeah. But, yeah, it should be it should be good. Um well, it's, it's a bit more restricted as well, obviously with the rules in Syria, you can have like one non EU player. Obviously finance wise, mm. Latvia and Roma are not rounded in Barcelona, where that last season, mm. me and Steve, we spent like six hundred million between us mm. in the last season. Just buying everyone. I think I can't some of the just put a change that around hundred fifty million power Torres, you didn't need the power much money for him, but I was just like, Oh, we'll just put it we'll put it on the never, it's fine. Instalments, <laughs> instalments mm. everywhere. I bought Leo Messi back though, that was that was incredible. Messing him back to Barcelona, best player two seasons in a row. So, I, I mean, saw that. I saw that clip of Hood going. You haven't. <laughs> you haven't. And you're just sitting there. You're sitting there grinning at the camera, going, "I have." <laughs> like, oh, it's just that, that tremendous. Moment, moment. It was like one of my favorite moments, or like one of the favorite moments of the whole thing, man. It's like I'll, I'll turn around to my chat. I was like, "We can't do this, can we?" Oh, oh, oh okay. Yes, we can do this. Oh crap! <laughs> All the money. We Give will the do money. this. 500 grand a yeah. week for a 37 year old Leo Messi. What can go wrong? He, nothing. He'd be bad. He got, he got the most assists in the season. He got second most goals behind Haaland. I mean, Haaland and Messi, what, what more do you want? Well, a trophy. A trophy. Apart from, be- apart from beating yeah. Steven some games, apart from that, not much, not much else really. You apart know. from losing two Champions League finals back to back. I mean. <laughs> that was just the but- series of heartbreak for you, really. <laughs> <laughs> There's no relenting. There's no uh, relenting. I mean, I won a cup of dough, right? <laughs> Better than kicking the teeth, I suppose. Yeah. I don't know how I didn't get sacked, honestly. I just don't know how I didn't get sacked because I didn't win nothing. I won one trophy in three years at Barcelona. Fair. I spent 500 million easily. <laughs> I would say with a transfer budget and a wage budget, you probably spent probably close to a billion, I would imagine. Which isn't, which isn't too unrealistic, really, given Barca's circumstances. Yeah, the fact that I went in there and they were already like in the debt that the game builds in with the database was using, and mm. I tripled the debt. <laughs> <laughs> of course you did. Of course you did. I, I made the debt even worse. The Barcelona fans are what couldn't tune in, but like, how have you done? Why are you making it worse? Stop. Go fix it. No, I'm gonna make it worse. It's fine. Mm. Tammy Abraham, sixty million. Yeah, sure. Dominic Calvert Lewin as well for another sixty million. Yeah, they don't mean Harlan. We're, play- we're playing one up front with Harlan. So we've got two- these two strikers are sat on the bench. It's like, <laughs> what-, what are we doing here? Two of English best new strikers. Now nah, we're just sit on the bench. <laughs> you can never have enough strikers in my experience on FM. Um, no, never. So, <laughs> so yeah, moving on, moving on from the El Clasico because I feel like I think the longer we stay on El Clasico, the more torture we're going to be giving you. Really, to be fair. Yeah, I'm, um, I might cry. And I'm sure if Hood watches this back, he'll he'll be in the comments to let you know um, that he beat you, which I'm sure he reminds you on a daily basis since you speak to him so regularly. Um, yeah. But yeah, in terms of in terms of like FM23, obviously we talked about like stuff like content and things like that. Um, do you? I know obviously you got more involved with drafts as well this year. Like you were in, yeah. you were in the playoffs. You like you were in. Road to Legends as well, I believe, in a few other tournaments. I don't think you appeared in FMTM. Which we'll have know, to. F- not yeah, because dates and stuff, and like dates didn't work out for the last one. Yeah. That yeah. My, I've mentioned we've like touched on already. My obscene work schedule is horrible in terms of the hours I work. I'm in bed, but I don't know who I'll go to bed like nine p.m. So like anything like a draft on a seven eight p.m. start, I'm 
doesn't yeah true <laughs> true um but we'll have to off. We'll have to we'll have to do like a nine o'clock in the morning special just for Murph so he can have a go. Um, I'll have a word with Straight Edge and see what I can do. Um, but yeah, if we can somehow fit you in FMTM, I'm sure we'll get you in next year. But yeah, my general question about the drafting was like, do you have like, are you planning to get back involved with that again, or are you just going to be focusing on your content over the next year, or like, what's what's the headspace or what's the thought process there? So I mean, I haven't announced anything like this yet, but there's there's something coming. Okay. Like competition wise or something coming. Okay. Right. Well, I can't, I'm not going to say any more yet because I'm, I'm waiting until I've got everything, all the pieces together. But there's Please. something coming in the, in, in the, in the back. I'm going to wait till the beta period is done and stuff and then start putting things together. But it's something coming back basically. So, but yeah, oh, nice. um, on top of, beside that though, yeah, um, I mean, I want to get back to the playoffs again. Like, I've been to the finals twice and been knocked out in the knockouts both times. So, that would be ideal. I want to get back to the class, actually get out of the group stages at some point. Mm. That'd be a nice change. Um, that must be a nice feeling. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not well, talking about it. Don't want to talk about it. It's all about yeah. you today, Biff. Still a bit touchy about it, yeah. Yeah, still a bit touchy. <laughs> we'll, yeah, we'll not talk about that. Again. I mean, like, the, oh, the FM Cups, like, there, like, last one I was in like, the semi-finals, and again, it's just like, I want that first. I want to get that first victory now. I need to win one. Yeah. Always so, the bridesmaid, yeah. never the bride. I think I went through a stage in that space of like in the same weekend that had the FM Cup and Rota Legends, and I got to the semi final and the new one came second place and the new one I was just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> all in the space, in the space of like a five day period. I was like, oh, you know what? I've done that. <laughs> imagine being then, involved in competitions to actually be able to win them, Brexter. Like, could you imagine what that must feel like? It would be a lovely feeling, oh, wouldn't it? Oh, oh, I swear to God. Um, <laughs> In, in my in my defense, in my defense, I have said that I, I I like I probably won't just because of university stuff. Um, so that I'm retiring. Getting um, the excuses, getting the excuses I'm, in early. I'm, I'm getting, retiring. Getting the excuses in early chat. Yeah, yeah, I am. I am. <laughs> I'm getting them in early. <laughs> if, I, if I get the excuses in now, everyone's gonna be like, oh, you know, oh, it's too busy. Know it's too busy. You can't ask him. It's fine. Oh, we miss, we miss, we miss Braxton having a toy around his head and setting things on fire. Oh my god! <laughs> that that that, that night the legends, man. That that night was just. <laughs> That was the first time I met Braxter, and yet somehow <laughs> I thought the sensible thing to do would be come and work on a podcast with him. Let's what? this person who plays with fire on stream. Yeah. Tower wrapped around his head, having a meltdown after losing one game. <laughs> like, what were we thinking? We were like fighting for top of the table, and I was just like, on the other monitor, I said to read in my chat, I was just watching Braxter, like, what the fuck is going on over there? I know. <laughs> I, like, I want to play, play this guy, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see how much further I can make the meltdown go. That's I, I want the push and pull of it. I want to see him melt the towel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably won't far away from that, to be fair. Um, Probably not. Oh, well, I, I think he might have done it, though, to be honest. It wouldn't surprise me. Mm. <laughs> the irony, I've literally got a candle on right now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> So if Braxton's feed cuts out, we know what's happened there. The, the candle somehow hit the, hit the deck and it's melted everything away. Um, fantastic! Just top-notch quality content we put here on the uh, Unbelievable Streams <laughs> podcast. Oh dear me! Um, so yeah, I mean, in terms of like FM FM twenty three, I think we we've covered everything really. I suppose one other big passion that I know 
you're a adamant Birmingham City fan. Yeah. Should we should we talk about that? Should we talk about them? How do you feel about talking about Birmingham for five or ten minutes, Murph? Because I know sometimes I mean, you do and sometimes you don't. <laughs> right, right now we're, we're in a good spot at the minute. Finally, mm-hmm. Houston's came in and actually looked like a half decent. I even bought a shirt this year. I thought actually looked decent this year. I actually been to a game mm. for once as well. I've been to a game for years. Yeah, I've been now for the first time. My mom didn't no. seven. I've been for the first time. We went for sushi. Went to watch Blues play. Bad Bristol right. City, which is always lovely because Steve sports Bristol City, so that was even more fun. <laughs> he was meant to come and he bottled it, and I mean, I can't blame him now because he's seen that please. You would never have heard the end of that. I mean, you yeah. never hear the end of it anyway, but being there himself would have uh, just made it 10 times worse, wouldn't it? Oh, no, he, he posted something the other day, and I was just like, um, trusty on the players from Arsenal alone for us. I got a brace in that game. I was like, trusty mm. the process, mate. He was just like, shut up. <laughs> but no, I'm happy with how Blues are looking, man. Like Hannibal's came in from Man United from you boys, and like he's like a mini Robbie Savage. Like he's proper aggressive, but loves putting a foot in. But like he's more of a skillful version of him. He can actually mm. play football. <laughs> Is that actually difficult though? Like in comparison to Robbie Savage, I mean, like because yeah, all I remember uh, Robbie Savage was two foot tackles getting sent off, and yeah, that was about it. Really, there was not imagine, much else. Imagine that combined with some flair. And that's what I've seen from Ooh. Hannibal so far. So Roy Keane like 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 likes a bit <laughs> likes a bit of skill, has a good pass, and just loves putting a fucking foot in. It seems <laughs> that Bristol game, me and the fans, we were just all behind it, just like calm down, Hannibal, mate. Jesus, you're winning three 0 yeah. Why are you putting a foot in still? <laughs> Get him off. Yeah. Match. But now I'm like, it's, it's enjoyable watching Birmingham City again at the moment, sort of thing. You're like getting Chong on a free from you boys as class as well, sort of thing. I know he like he struggled and Manu never got like he had a few chances to get in the team, but. Mm. He was never going to be. He was never good enough for that caliber. Like he's an okay championship player. Mm. So we're looking good, though, man. Honestly, we bought in the right players. I'm hoping this takeover goes through eventually. I mean, it's been rumored for about a year and a half, and it's just on and off. And yeah. I don't know what's happening anymore. But yeah. the fact we're in a team like right now, I can comfortably say I don't think we're going to be in a relegation battle for the first time in a couple of years this season. We actually look like we can be in mid-table team, which yeah. is nice because we're, it's only like 11 years ago we like won the Carabao Cup. We played in Europe. Yeah. yeah, which is bizarre, then, isn't it? Yeah, we're in the same season, the same, and then we went to play the same season we was in Europe, we was in the championship, <laughs> <laughs> which is like a mental thing, really. Like, look at this team in Europe and they're playing in the second division in English football. It's like, for fuck's sake, like, yeah, and since then we haven't kept me like, we've just been like, we was a bit of a yo yo team, and then like the last few years we've been like just relegation battle, like in championship every season. Where yeah. now I think we're at a point now where we can start to like move forward now and not like, bringing the right players in. Deanie's helped a lot of that with sort of thing, like getting the young players outside and helping train them boys. Hogan's been phenomenal this season, so they're actually a joy to watch for the first time in a couple of years, which is amazing. <laughs> Does that come as a surprise? Because from everything I heard, people were tipping Birmingham to go down this season. Like it was like oh, yeah. people almost saying it was a given. So does it come as a surprise that you're actually doing well? <laughs> Definitely, like even to start of the season, like, I remember having like it's a group chat me and some friends, and we we're like, right, who's going down this season? This is about like July. Who's going down? I was like, we are, hundred percent. I, I, I'd happily back like a hundred pound bet that we were going down. I'd never bet, I'd never bet on BMC ever, but I'd happily have backed it at that time. Sort of thing. like the takeover stuff wasn't happening, no transfers are happening out of nowhere. We've got Chung on a free, we've got the Hannibal loan over, we've got the trusty loan over from Arsenal, and we're like, oh, we've actually got some good players here. <laughs> We got that. Well, what's his name? Like the West Ham left back as well. He's like an 18, 19 year old kid, and we was like, never heard of him. I look like I'd never even heard of him. The first thing I did was went to FIFA and went to FM to look at his like attributes and stuff. And I was like, oh, 
He's going to start <laughs> this season. You know, I watched him in the flesh. I was like, oh my God, he's actually really good. <laughs> well, he's not starting for West Ham. <laughs> yeah. But no, they're actually a joy to watch right now. I mean, I'm enjoying watching Birmingham City again now. It's actually making me want to be a Birmingham City fan again, which is quite nice. Which is <laughs> <laughs> a rare thing indeed. I mean, I, I remember obviously first meeting you and all, whenever Birmingham would come up, it would just be talking about how crap the owners are. So, like, I mean, and again, like you've just mentioned it there, like you want the owners to be gone, essentially, which yeah. I think there's a few oh, yeah, clubs around so. the country who are unhappy with owners at the minute, but... You know, in terms of like a club the size of Birmingham and where they're based, like really, should they be struggling at the bottom of the championship? No, no. like not when they like you and you you put it you put it brilliantly when you say eleven years ago we won the league cup and we were in Europe. Yeah, a club who's in that position shouldn't be eleven years later struggling to be in the championship. And obviously, thankfully, they're in that now. Like, I don't know much about the takeover. Obviously, myself, obviously not being involved with Birmingham or anything like that, but. Are the people coming in? Are they looking like they are going to sort of obviously set you back on the path that you need to maybe do a, obviously come back up or be a stronger team in the championship? Like, how's that? Like, who is it that's involved? Like, and how's that looking? It was meant to be the guy who owns Hero Clothing with Maxi Lopez, you know, the former Liverpool player. Mm. It was them two teaming up as a consortium sort of thing. And nice. then there's bits going on. They had like a press conference in the car park, but they were like, it's going to be a matter of weeks now. This is about. This is like August, a matter of mm. weeks. I mean, it's what, October now, end of October now, basically. Nothing's still mm. happened. Nothing's really materialised from this sort of thing. Like, the owners are still saying it's not for sale. So, I mean, where where's the middle ground? They're saying they're buying the club, but the owners are saying it's not for sale. So, at the moment, I, I don't see I don't see them selling enough, man. If we start, we're starting playing well, more people are going to go to the game, great game and stuff. Mm. The better we play, yeah. more going to the game, more money they're making, so more with the sale. If you well, depend on how this season ends, like if we carry on playing this well, then why would they want to sell up for? Because they're, they're seeing it as oh, well, it's a good investment at the moment because they're getting better, so we're gonna make, make more money on long term. Yeah, that was literally what I was about to ask you. Like, obviously, with Birmingham possibly being on the rise, that like, I know they're doing well at the moment, but let's just say that continues and they they start rising up. Like looking at. Uh, owners will see that as money because they can ask for them, even if they are to sell the club, even if they're reasonably open to sell the club, mm-hmm. they can then ask for more money because obviously the better the clubs are doing, the more money they can ask for. Like it would almost have to, do you feel like it would almost have to get to a point where Birmingham sort of stagnate before they kind of open themselves up? I think until we get relegated, they won't sell basically. When we turn to a League One team, they'll be like, okay, now we're going to start because this is a sinking ship. So, like, at the start of the season, I remember saying to someone, it would probably benefit us as us going down just because, one, they'd sell up, and two, we can kind of, like, just revamp everything and start fresh from the champ- like League One, get mm-hmm. back promoted straight away to the Championship and then build from there. But, I mean, you got to enjoy the highs that you got them sort of thing. We're on a high right now, so we're always trying to enjoy it. I know we lost the weekend against Blackburn, but before that, though, we'd, like, won three in a row. Which mm. I don't remember the last time they did that in City. It's been a long, long while. <laughs> so you just got to enjoy the highs where you got them, sort of thing. I mean, Blackburn are doing really well this season, so it's never expected to win that one. But yeah. we'll see what happens over the coming months. Obviously, it's a bit of a weirder season this year, obviously, with the winter break and stuff, sort of thing for the World Cup. So it'd be interesting to see off the back of that how things look. Obviously, we've got no one that plays in the World Cup, but <laughs> in terms of got that, that month together to train, sort of thing, and not about the yeah. pressure of any matches. So it'd be nice to see right after the World Cup, can we? get everything going now, sort of in kickstart the rest of the season. So, 
It's going to be interesting to see what happens after the winter. Yeah. No, it definitely will be. I, I mean, I think it will be just as a whole thing for the football landscape, really, because it's like you say, players are probably getting a month together to train, but also get a break that they probably wouldn't normally have. So yeah. it's like one of the players that I'm seriously worried about, like after the World Cup is Holland. I mean, I think oh, everyone's worried no. about Holland 24-7 anyway. But having a month off that he wouldn't normally get unless he was injured, and then everyone else is coming back knackered, and it's like... Yeah, suppressing enough that he scored two yesterday, and he's like probably going to break all the records in like one season. He'll probably score like two hundred goals in the space of two years, and then he'll just go to Madrid, and God knows what he'll do there. So I mean, yeah, like I mean, it'd, be, it's, it'd be interesting to see who Man City's first game is after that break, yeah. and what happens with Harlem because if they've got like play like defenders that are playing in the World Cup, they come back. Now. Let's say like it was like let's, play, let's say Manu for example. I know he's a Manu. I'm guessing he probably is Manu. Yeah, just just for Grimmy's sake, <laughs> they come back. And like Varane's played at the World Cup, Maguire's played at the World Cup, oddly enough. And they come back and they're both absolutely shattered. Both go to the finals. And you've got to play Man City now and Haaland's going up against you. It's like, fuck. <laughs> 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 We're knackered from playing the last month over in Qatar in ridiculous, like, every climate they're not used to and stuff. And you come back to that. It's like, oh my God. Why? <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. It's it, And that's the weirdest thing to me is like the World Cup literally finishes on like the 18th of December. And then, like seven or eight days later, we're back into Premier League football, and it's like, yeah, Boxing Day, isn't it? Just doesn't like it. Doesn't like my brain hasn't worked that out yet, and it's going to be weird, like looking outside and seeing like snow and God knows what else, Christmas decorations going on, and then like I turn my telly, and then there's like someone win- lifting the World Cup trophy. Like, <laughs> what? What's that about? Like, I don't, I don't get it personally. And then there's talk that it might happen again in like eight years' time for like, wow, one really? of the next World Cups. So it like it might not be a one and done thing, like everyone thinks it might be. So it's the money, I guess, isn't it, man? Man, oh. money fee from making from like being over there, too ridiculous, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I've already said, I've already said to like my co- colleague at work, I'm gonna get the hot tub out in the garden, walk up final for England in the final, hot tub in the garden. We'll get the TV out there and just sit in the hot tub and just keep warm and watch it out in the beer garden. <laughs> Will you be streaming that? <laughs> um, That's my first question. Patrons only. Patrons. I'll, I'll make a patron. <laughs> well, I'm making only fans instead. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Um, but yeah, like I, I just find that whole World Cup situation yeah. bizarre, really. Which I'm, I think most people do. But well, I've heard people say they won't watch it. But I know for a fact that if I say I won't watch it, I know, I know yeah. I'm going to watch it. It's the World oh, Cup. Oh, like, I would say I'm, I'm going to watch it. Like, yeah. Wait, I'm, I'm, I'm not happy where it is, and not happy like what's been happening over there. But mm. I mean, that'd be like being like a Newcastle fan right now and say I'm not happy with what's happening. Like where our owners are, like what's you know. Mm. it's one of them yeah it's one of them it is it is one of them well speaking of like normal football and like other football-y things shall we get into mulch's favorite thing that happens every week even though he's not here yeah. to present it himself do you want to do you want to take the reins here for a little bit Braxter? it's yeah. Braxter's match day here we go <laughs> mulch is out get him out i mean he won't, he won't be, with, who, with who his boys are playing he won't be happy about this will he let's face it yeah <laughs> I'm not going to lie, with the way the other team is playing, oh, he mm. most definitely will be happy. Um, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> the first uh, matchup is Leicester City versus Manchester City. Harland, Harland. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. I've got down 3 0 Man City. I'll, I'll even happily say Harland Patrick, honestly. Don't surprise me. 
I'll say 4-1 City. See, that's very similar to mine. I was going to go 3-1 uh, to Manchester oh. City. Just... I, don't, I don't see Leicester scoring, lads. I'm not going to lie. 1-0 Leicester win, written all over it now that we've said all that. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I don't know, just City, just... I don't, like, Leicester have been scoring recently. Uh, they scored quite a few. Uh, like, literally just... Because uh, we're recording on the Sunday, so they've literally just scored like a bunch, like four goals, just absolutely battered Wolves. Like, yeah, just having a great time. Wolves, Man City, massive difference. Yeah, true. Very good I point. Still, I was see it, man. <laughs> clean, clean, clean sheet, definitely for Man City. Uh, next up is Bournemouth versus Spurs. Am I going first again? Yeah, you can yep. do if you want. I've got Tottenham 2 0. Another clean sheet for that one. Spurs clean sheet in this one. Clean sheets all round. Another clean sheet. <laughs> Let me say 1-1. One, one. Ooh. Ooh. Spurs, aren't, Spurs aren't in great form. Bournemouth are, are decent and doing well and they're making the home a fortress and Spurs aren't clicking right now. Aren't Spurs at home, though? I no. thought it was Bournemouth. It's Bournemouth, Bournemouth at home. I thought Spurs were at home. My mistake. I've got Spurs on mine at home. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with 2-1 Spurs I do think it'll be close mm. Oh the battle of the two teams That have been battered this weekend It's Brentford versus Wolves <laughs> So I've got 0-0 mm. I, don't, I don't see either, either of them scoring this, Against each other 0-0? Yeah I Don't do 0-0s here I Don't do 0-0s here I've listened to the past podcasts. I've heard nil nils. Yeah, they are nil nils. <laughs> I don't. I've, okay, I've, I've I'll, I'll rephrase that. Nil-nils. I don't do nil nils here. Um, <laughs> hmm. I think I think Brentford win that probably two or three nil. I'll say t- two nil Brentford. Hmm. I'm going for one nil Brentford. I, I I do think it'll be like some lucky goal. But like, it'll Just, be. Do you know what? It'd be an Ivan Tony penalty. It'll be something like that that is like yeah, exactly. checks Diego checks Costa odds, puts fiver on. <laughs> Diego Costa's marking Tony at a corner. He nuts him, eats his ear, and then suddenly Tony scores the penalty. Just Diego Costa Fair doing play. Diego Costa things. They are just yeah. a weird one though, Brentford. They are weird how they could be so bad one week and then so good the next. Like yeah, you can't call them all, can you? You can't no. bet on them no. all. Uh, next up is Potter's return to Ooh. Brighton. It is Brighton at home against Chelsea. So I've got a Chelsea one nil victory in this one. I really seem to be tired. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. I think I'll say I'll say two one Chelsea. I do agree with the one nil. I do, I think it's going to be close. Chelsea seem yeah. to. Although they seem to be getting results, which is obviously the main thing. They seem to be struggling a little bit um, in terms of like actually dominating games. They seem to It seems to be very even, but they seem to just be the ones putting it in the back of the net, which is obviously all that matters, but that's why I think it'll be a bit close. Um, Palace oh. versus Southampton is the next one. Oh, you're going to... It's another draw for me, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to give them credit. I reckon 1-1. One, one. I reckon they can get a goal each. At a push, I was tempted to be nil nil, but I thought, you know what? I'm not going to go for another nil nil. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I've got one of those later on. Mm. 
So I'll go for a 1 1 here. I'm saying 1 0 Palace. Ooh. Yeah, th th this is this is a tough one. Uh, I I'm going to go with 1 1 as well. Um, let me know how it's going to go. I'd like to say, Murph, that's the first time so far you've actually given a goal to the home side. So... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm controversial, can I say? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, next up, now, I'm noticing as well. <laughs> <laughs> next up is Newcastle versus Villa. I mean, as much as I hate Villa, they look good about Gerard. <laughs> look very good about Gerard, which is hor I hate to say. I wish Gerard stayed all season to get him relegated, but I'm still going to go with Newcastle. I'm going to go two on Newcastle on this one. I'm safe. I'm safe. Ooh, two two. Ooh. Great minds think alike, Grimmy. Great minds think alike. Villa that just says old. all that says to me is you have the mind of a thirty year old Braxton. That's all that says. <laughs> <laughs> like, you been copying me, you ain't copying Grimmy. You you, you look you look uh, as old as I can tell you're at uni copying people's work. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna get some. I'm gonna get in trouble for that one, viewers. I'm getting. I'm getting near Lord after the, after we hit stop recording here. I'm telling you now. Just never gonna stop. Like, every day, every day. Uh, Again, if, if Brexit's mom's watching this, he doesn't actually copy work. No, he doesn't. He's a good boy. He's a good boy. Oh man, I should say now. Real man. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> Fulham versus Everton. Oh, that's a tricky one. So I mentioned there's another nil nil one this weekend, and that that's it for me. Mitro is still not hundred percent sure he's going to be playing all that at the moment still, and Everton I just don't see him getting a goal. I'm going to say two two nil Everton. Ooh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. <laughs> I like sometimes. Well, sometimes when everyone's zigging, you've got to be the guy that zags because if you don't zag, then who will? So it's just Fulham have been scoring well recently. Like I, I think it could be two 0 the other way. I think Fulham might make that one. Fulham are just for whatever reason they just know how to score at the moment. It's it's quite annoying for fantasy. I'm not going to lie, but they know how to score. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> next up is is it's Liverpool versus Leeds. Um. Yeah, Mulch, I'm sorry, mate. You're losing this one. It's 2-0 Liverpool. Right. The question I have in my head is, no. are Liverpool going to have any strikers standing? Firmino. Well, they've got Firmino and Salah, but like, yep. if if one of them get injured in Champions League, they're pretty much done for, aren't they, forward-wise? Uh, it's at Anfield, though. It's at Anfield. Is that there? I'll say... I, no, I'm going to agree with Murph. I'm going to say 2 in Liverpool. I, I've gone for 2-1. It's going to be very close. I, the only reason is because of Van Dijk's record. Still still yet to lose at Anfield, somehow. I don't know what how that record is still standing. And I pray for your... I pray for your soul, Braxter, that this isn't the match where it ends because if it is, mulches. Oh. Yeah, I won't hear the end of it. I will not hear. It's going to be intolerable. 
I'm glad I'm on this way. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, another co-host team uh, appearing this time. It's Arsenal versus Nottingham Forest. <laughs> Sorry, Morris. These Morris. pair are going to be happy that I'm not with them too because I'm not going to be going to lose again. Me. Mm. You might not be allowed back on <laughs> if the boss tells us tells us no. Sorry, sorry lads. Um, Arsenal going to lose three. I mean, Arsenal going to lose? No, that'd be so ridiculous. Sorry, <laughs> Morris. Arsenal going to win three one. <laughs> 3-1 for the Gooners. He was quite delirious in the in the uh, WhatsApp chat, wasn't he, Brexter? He was quite... Oh, he was having a bloody great time. Is what it was saying. wonderful, wasn't it? <laughs> it was um, wonderful. <laughs> of all the teams to do it against, though, as well. Oh, <sighs> Can't wait for Boxing Day when it's uh, my turn against uh, Forest. It's going to be great. Especially if Forest win that. Oh, my Lord. Um, <laughs> what was that, sorry? Return of J-Lings. Jaylings and Henderson as well. If there's ever a time that Henderson, although he's on loan, so he won't play. I don't think. Oh well, it's not. No, depends on the role. What a shame! eh? Oh wow. Um, Arsenal have got to win that, haven't they? Surely, I'll say two 0 Arsenal. I've gone for three 0 Arsenal dropping points this week. Forest getting a big win again. Like you'll have like the complete opposites where like the what, team. Or Forest. That... No, it's it's free. It's free now. It's free now. Arsenal. I'm not. I'm not a lunatic. Um, I'm not Aww. a complete lunatic. Not a complete one. No, no, no. I am a little bit. Who is fire towels? I'm going to go Nottingham in two weeks' time. If anyone hears this from Nottingham, they'd be fucking gunning me down now for this smack talk of Nottingham. <laughs> I'm just gonna get tracked down. <laughs> I'll wear a mask. Be fine. <laughs> Next up is Manchester United versus West Ham. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Grimmy. Man, you aren't winning this. What? But neither are West Ham. It's gonna be a draw. Oh, you <laughs> chicken out that one, didn't you? I've got one-one written down for this one. Comes on, comes on our podcast, Braxter. And slates three out of the four hosts. Teams, I don't know. Yeah, only your teams, not the actual hosts. I love the hosts. Who's who? Uh, uh, let you off. Let you off then. Um, <laughs> I feel weirdly confident with United at the minute. I don't like it. Um, it's been. <laughs> I've not had that feeling for about ten years. This sums up literally like literal quote. Um, <laughs> I'll 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 say I'll say two one United. That's confidence, apparently. But yeah, yeah, that's confidence. I'm, how have I ended up more confident than you? I've gone for two 0 Because you're a Liverpool fan and you're a sadist. <laughs> and then the minute of the first goal. Oh, does that mean? Does that mean the United game's on a Monday then? Oh. Uh, no, it's on a Sunday. Oh no, all right then. That's okay. Minute of the first goal. I'm gonna go eight minutes. I was, gonna, I was. I'm gonna say five. Do I be a prick? Um, yes. Answer is yes every day of the week. I, I <laughs> always, I always go for seven. So I'm gonna go for seven. I'm gonna go in the middle of the two of you. Um, and I forgot to go through it at the start. So it, if for those that have forgotten, it is five points for a correct score. 
two points for a correct result, and then one measly point for getting the minute of the first goal. I think it's one measly point. Fingers crossed. It's been a while since I've done Mulch's match day or Braxter's match day. <laughs> Not coming through at all, but you, you handle it like a pro. <laughs> we'll come back for that. Uh, but uh, I don't think I did well in my first attempt. I got six points, so pray to God I get to do better than that. I'll oh, beat six. That's fine. Yeah. You'll beat six, Smith. It's like... I was just happy not to be zero, to be honest, because I saw some of the scores come through. I was like, there's a good chance I could be zero here. I, I'll, I won't lie. So um, we'll take it. But yeah, um, we'll see how those come through because there is some prizes on the line, Ooh. I believe. Isn't that right, Brexter? Yes, there is. Uh, so the winner will get a T-shirt. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's a T-shirt. It's a lovely little T-shirt, which I don't have. So imagine there's an invisible t-shirt. Like it's an invisible t-shirt, and then uh, second and third, we'll get mugs. No, we are not sending mulch. They are physical mugs. Uh, mulch could mulch. We can request mulch to uh, deliver them to you if you like. Like if that's you know, add that personal touch. (laughs) I'm more curious about this small t-shirt. I mean, I don't. I don't. It's actually small because it won't fit. If we're if we're sending out t-shirts that only fit mulch, would have a bit of a problem. <laughs> Be like a crop top on me, like <laughs> super off me then. Jesus, the arm um, There's an image. Um, <laughs> but yeah, only fans of the hot tub stream. World Cup, World Cup, World Cup final hot tub stream with Murph wearing a unbelievable streams t-shirt that looks like a bra. What, t-shirt competition. Aye. Uh, well, actually, that's a good point. You won't have the T-shirt by then, unless we send you one, especially for the hot tub stream. <laughs> Why not? Special occasion. Single. Can't wait for Morris to watch this back when he's editing this and think, "What in Jesus Christ have they done here?" <laughs> like this is like this is almost on the verge of FMFO talk about aliens. Like we, we started, invading. we started off really well, and then we just slowly just descended um, into madness. Descended. I think it's been quite normal considering it could got a lot worse. Mm. Oh, I've 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 been in conversation with you, Murph, where it could go a lot worse. So yes, you're right there. You're right there. Usually when Cam's involved. Yeah. Cam being involved or it goes to a karaoke on a stream that goes horrendously wrong and all sorts. It could have been a lot worse, to be honest. So. Mm. True. Well, on that very note, I think we should leave it there for the general public to try and recover from that hour <laughs> worth of content that they've got out of us there. Um Obviously, Miff, thank you very much for, for being on this week. Obviously, greatly appreciate it. Obviously, hope you wish you all the best, I should say, for the FM23 cycle. I know you'll smash it out of the park as you continuously tend to do. In terms of the podcast itself, what in terms of next week, um, we're doing something a little bit different and we won't be having a guest on. Um, the four of us will be on to discuss all things FM23 and the beta um, and our plans for the upcoming seasons or year or whatever you want to call it um so yeah join us there for that and again thanks very much for being on and we'll see you all next week guys see you all very soon bye guys Good job, mate. bye <laughs>